0: Welcome to Disney Honor Roll. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Sharon. We are two teachers who love our families, our students, and everything Disney. When we're not at school or taking care of our own children, we are dreaming of our next Disney vacation. What aspects of Disney will make our Honor Roll and which won't make the grade? You'll have to listen to find out. Class starts now.
1: Welcome to episode 25 of Disney Honor Roll. Original release date, June 24th, 2021. Today, we
0: will be grading the Hall of Presidents, but first, it's time for our morning announcements.
1: The biggest announcement of them all, everybody. Fireworks will be returning to Magic Kingdom and Epcot in July. Yay! So excited. So excited about this. Happily Ever After in the Magic Kingdom and Epcot Forever will begin on July first. So that's that's next week. Oh my gosh,
0: it is. I didn't even yeah, realize that. I didn't either. <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't believe it's almost July. I know. We're just so excited that it's returning. And we're like, July, That's next month. Oh, wait, it's next week. I think it's pretty interesting that Epcot Forever is going to be the show that is coming back next week. Um, I know there were rumors that they were going to be starting with Harmonious, but I guess throughout the past few months, they are just not ready. They've been moving those barges in and they've been testing them out, but they are announcing that now Harmonious will debut on October 1st. So I guess big surprise there. <laughs> I know everything's for the 50th anniversary. It's going to be a big day in Epcot because that's when Remy's Ratatouille adventure is also started. Yes. I
1: feel like they're really trying very hard to spread out the excitement. So it's not just Magic Kingdom that people want to be at. Definitely.
0: I wonder if they're going to be allowing park hoppers, but I'm assuming it will be a capacity so nobody will be able to park hop.
1: That'll be interesting. We'll have to see. Disney also posted a picture of what the harmonious barges look like at night with the special lighting. And they say harmonious is a grand, powerful tribute to the stories and songs that unite us, including new interpretations of classic Disney songs reimagined in more than a dozen languages.
0: That sounds really incredible. And I cannot wait to see that. I know me neither. Disney also announced that beginning October 1st, Magic Kingdom's new Nighttime Spectacular will begin to kick off the 50th anniversary. It is called Disney Enchantment, and they say it will take guests on a journey filled with adventure, wonder, and empowerment. I thought adding the word empowerment in there is very interesting.
1: I thought so as well. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It goes on with like the Dream Big princess thing that they had going on, you know?
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting. It will, of course, feature music, lighting, fireworks, and for the first time, immersive projection effects that will extend down Main Street USA. So not just projections on the castle, but on the buildings on Main Street USA as well.
1: That's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Because it is harder to see those projections from further away. So it's going to be pretty awesome. It's going to make every seat in the house a
0: good one. And there will be a ton of people there. So they definitely want everyone to experience it oh
1: yeah (laughs) also beginning on october 1st you will be able to see special golden character sculptures with 50 characters in total across all four theme parks it's called the fab 50 that they're doing (laughs) yes instead of the Fab Five. And they say that guests will be able to interact with these sculptures as well, which I'm pretty intrigued about.
0: Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be my mission when I go next year to take a picture with all 50 of these sculptures. That sounds like
1: a pretty good mission. Challenge accepted. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Also, one other little announcement that I almost forgot about. Today is the six-month anniversary of our first podcast drop. Woohoo! That's awesome. We dropped on Christmas Eve.
1: So happy six months, Sharon. Happy six months, Chrissy. It's so exciting. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. Here's to another six. Six hundred. (laughs) Exactly. All
0: right, let's move on to progress reports. We'd like to give yet another shout out to our Patreon supporters. Thank you again for everything you're doing to keep our podcast up and running. And Like always, if you like what you're hearing on our podcast, if you've been listening for the past six months or five or four or three, please consider visiting patreon.com slash Disney Honor Roll to become a teacher's pet, salutatorian, or valedictorian.
1: Another progress report for everybody out there. Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge is set to reopen on August 26th. Now, the DVC rooms have been available, but this is the first time in over a year that they are opening the hotel side of the lodge. Very exciting. It really is. Single rider lines have also returned to several attractions around Disney World. Plexiglass dividers are also being removed from attraction vehicles, which I'm really happy about because yeah. on rides like Frozen, the water splashes up onto the dividers and made the view pretty obstructed. I agree.
0: And seeing the pictures from the ride photos, it's pretty terrible. Unless you're in the very first row, you can't see yourself.
1: No, no, you
0: can't. It's nice that those are coming down. I know people have been complaining about them since they went up. So it'll be nice Mm -hmm. to see them down. Absolutely. Another big progress report. Vaccinated cast members can now remove their masks if they are outdoors. We mentioned this last week, but we have heard firsthand reports from several friends who have traveled to Disney World that they have confirmed that cast members are able to remove their masks outdoors if they're vaccinated.
1: I'm happy for them. That's great. So thank
0: you, Kate, for that little tidbit while you were there this past week. Woohoo.
1: <laughs> All right, let's get on to our report card. We figured that since last weekend was Father's Day, we would choose to grade something that was a favorite of my dad, who so if you listened to birthday week episode, you got to see him or hear him, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> so dad, this one's for you. We decided on the Hall of Presidents in the Magic Kingdom. A classic, classic attraction that most people overlook. Yeah, definitely. So the Hall of Presidents opened on October 1st, 1971, on Magic Kingdom's opening day. The show was conceived as a Disneyland Park attraction 15 years earlier, but it was never built there.
0: Yes, pretty interesting. The idea stemmed from the 1964 World's Fair, where Walt Disney and his team created an audio animatronic of Abraham Lincoln, who recited the Gettysburg Address. Now, this attraction was moved to Disneyland after the World's Fair, and became Great Moments with Mr.
1: Lincoln. The show is 25 minutes long, and it tells the dramatic story of the nation's founding. The building itself was designed to look like Independence Hall in Philadelphia back in 1787, the year that the Constitution was signed.
0: Yes, there are some cute little touches around in the foyer that make you aware that it is 1787, and that's 1776 when the Declaration was signed. Yes, At the time the Hall of Presidents opened, Richard Nixon was the President of the United States, and since then, audio-animatronic figures have been added of every president who took office. From 1971 to 1993, the show was mostly unchanged, with the exception of the added presidents. The scripts didn't change and the video didn't change as well. President Lincoln at that time was the only animatronic to speak.
1: In 1993, though, Columbia professor Eric Foner convinced Disney executives, including Michael Eisner, that a new adaptation of the show was needed. Foner rewrote the script of the show to focus on slavery and other civil issues, which is narrated by Maya Angelou. Clinton also became the first president to give his voice and provide the dialogue for his audio animatronic figure. The following presidents did the same as they assumed office. Such a cool touch. Yeah, such an awesome touch.
0: It's so nice to see that they are supportive of this and that the presidents take time out of their schedule
1: to do this for disney now i'm not going to say it's the best part of being president but (laughs) it just might be (laughs) i bet you they don't need park reservations to go to the parks (laughs) (sighs) well when you are part of an attraction in the park maybe you don't
0: (laughs) when president george w bush was added in 2001 actor jd hall replaced maya angelo as the narrator And then with President Obama's introduction on March 4th, 2009, Morgan Freeman became the narrator. Also, President Lincoln's original speech was restored
1: in this version,
0: and George Washington was added as a speaking president.
1: I think Morgan Freeman should just narrate everything. I was thinking the same.
0: I was thinking the same. Why do they need new narrators every four or eight years? Just stick with Morgan Freeman. We'll be happy.
1: Yep. Yep, please. <laughs> if he could marry my life, too, that would be just, just perfect. <laughs> now, President Trump's version of the Hall of Presidents opened on December 19th, 2017, where Washington gives a short speech, followed by Trump reciting the Oath of Office and his own speech. Joy Vandervoort Cobb was the narrator, even though it should have been Morgan Freeman. Finials were also added along the guardrail that separates the front row from the stage, and security guards were stationed at each exit as a precaution for possible protesting due to many controversies surrounding that presidency.
0: And on January 19th, 2021, the attraction was closed to prepare for President Biden. So as of now, there's no official word of when that will reopen, but I'm pretty sure that it will be open by October 1st in the 50th anniversary
1: just you know, like everything else in Disney World right now. <laughs> I'm sure they're working overtime driving to, to get it all open. Yep. Now, while waiting for the show, guests are welcome to explore the pre-show lobby, which showcases historical artifacts from presidents and first ladies, including clothing, paintings, and documents. Now, this part is really cool. Mm-hmm. There is a carpet that contains the Great Seal of the President, which actually required an act of Congress so that it could be displayed. That is so. Because cool. really, that's only in the president's office. Yeah. Uh, there is a gate around this section of the carpet so that guests cannot walk on it. Yeah, it's sacred. It is.
0: Now, the show is 25 minutes long and it runs every half hour. So, if you have to wait a long time, then that's your fault for not knowing the schedule of the show. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I do recommend that getting there early so you can see all of the awesome artifacts they have in the foyer.
1: In the pre show lobby there, they don't allow food or drink. So it's always a good idea to go up and ask the cast member standing at the entrance when the next showtime is, and then you can go get your funnel cake or your, waffle. your pretzel, <laughs> waffle, one of those amazing snacks we told you about. <laughs> go get your picture taken, and what are those called? The um, oh, stick your head, in your hands, gosh, not the guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> but they have fun picture opportunities and they have a replica of the Liberty Bell itself as well. So lots of fun things to do outside of the lobby while you're waiting. And then going in with like 10 to 15 minutes to spare is a great idea. So you can enjoy the lobby itself as well. Yeah. Now the show itself begins with an original film that tells the story of the nation's founding. The show highlights the formation of the constitution and the struggles along the way, including the American revolution and the civil war.
0: And then at the conclusion of the video, the curtains rise and there is a beautiful scene of every single president as an audio animatronic. Whenever the curtains rise, it always takes my breath away because it's so incredible to see that. They look so real. They're all moving and they just have little shifts like human beings would if they were sitting on a stage.
1: I love that. It's not like they're still until it's their part. They are just shifting in their seat a little bit or turning their heads slightly and... It's really, really cool to see. George
0: Washington, like we said, delivers a speech. And then each president they name and there's a spotlight. And they either do like a little head bob or a wave. So they acknowledge their existence like you would do if you were a normal human being being introduced. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. And then the current sitting president will deliver the oath of office and a short speech.
1: Now, what would we change about this? Um, as a kid, I probably would have said everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I can certainly appreciate it as an adult. It was a, a good uh, air conditioned resting spot for me as a kid. <laughs> but what I would change now, back in 2016, they put in a Muppet show outside of the Hall of Presidents. And it was just a show for the passersby in Liberty Square. And they had two versions, one where the Muppets reenacted the signing of the Declaration of Independence (laughs) and one where they reenacted the story of Paul Revere. And it was so cute and so funny in that Muppety way. And I originally thought that it ended because of COVID. But turns out, when I was looking into this a little bit, they ended it in October of 2019, so sad. And they brought it back briefly that February for President's Day weekend. And it's been gone ever since. Aww. So, yeah, very sad to me because I am a huge Muppets fan. <laughs> and I just thought that this was such a nice little touch that kind of, no no matter what your political affiliation was with the sitting president, you could really enjoy the Muppets on the outside and, and just kind of relax going in. So it was it was really nice. Yeah. So bring back the Muppets. Please do.
0: That would be so cute to see. We want the Muppets. <laughs> All right. So let's
1: talk about nostalgia. Do you have any good stories, Sharon? So it's not about the attraction itself. But in third grade, I had to do a report on Franklin Pierce, who was the 14th president of the United States. And I knew about this report before my trip to Disney. And I bought a book in the gift shop for this attraction to do my research for the report. And I think I still have that book somewhere, (laughs) even though uh, we've had a a few presidents since then. (laughs) So the book's a little outdated. But uh, talking about where I found my research was my favorite part of the presentation that I had to make for the paper. Of course. (laughs)
0: Throwing Disney into anything you can. I get it. Of course. Of course. (laughs) That is such a great memory. I love that. So I don't have a specific memory, but I do just love looking at the memorabilia in the foyer before the show. I love seeing the dresses of the first ladies. I just think it's so cool that they have them to display. Like how magical is that?
1: I think it's wonderful. So great. Only at Disney.
0: All right, let's move on to our rubric. You can find our rubric on Instagram and Facebook. If you would like to follow along, just follow us at Disney on a roll.
1: Now, just like we did with... It's tough to be a bug. We are grading this as a normal attraction and not as a show because it does not have actors. It has animatronics. Yes,
0: this would be the same show every half hour. It doesn't change at all.
1: Right. So for Q theming, we give this a three because there's just so much to look at.
0: Yes. And Q Comfort, this would get a two. It is indoors and air conditioned. However, it can get very crowded. There is not a ton of seating for people who might need to just sit and take a little break. So that gets a two.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wait time versus length of the attraction. This gets a three. Cast member setup gets a two. Love seeing them in their cute outfits.
1: Comfort of the attraction. We gave this a three. That blast of air conditioning is very refreshing in the middle of the day, and the seats are comfortable. Yes. That's so nice. <laughs> I can
0: feel it now <laughs> just thinking about it. I know.
1: It. I know. Getting like goosebumps just thinking about it. <laughs> Maintenance and
0: Technology gets a three. This is one attraction that gets refurbed every four or eight years, so they have the chance to make any adjustments they need. Yes. Theming, of course, gets a three. And Ride Extras gets a zero because, like we said, it's the same show every half hour, so there really aren't any little magical extras thrown in there.
1: Right. Right. So that brings our grand total to 19 points, which lands the Hall of Presidents at a score of a B. So that joins our ever growing list of Bs
0: Sorin, Carousel of Progress, Seven Dwarves Mind Train, Test Track, Expedition Everest, Dumbo, It's a Small World, Dinosaur, and It's Tough to Be a Bug.
1: Not too shabby. Nope. Now, for the quote of the day, we chose a quote by Walt Disney himself. And he said, Tomorrow will be better for as long as America keeps alive the ideals of freedom and a better life.
0: Great, great quote. I know Walt Disney was a huge fan of American history, which is why this attraction is in existence.
1: Yes, it's very,
0: very patriotic. Yes. Well, thank you for listening. We would be honored if you shared our podcast with a fellow Disney lover. We appreciate our reviews and feedback. Keep shouting us out on social media. We love chatting with you.
1: Yes, please do. And if you don't have social media, feel free to email us at DisneyHonoroll at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. Class dismissed. See you real soon.